Greetings, and welcome back to Heartroot. Oh, I feel I've got so much to say today. Uh, so I'll just uh, start. <laughs> um, Bronson, my dog friend, is here lying beside me, snoring away. I'm not sure whether you'll be able to hear him or not. But also, every now and then, he'll bark when he hears those nasty cats on the balcony. So just in case that does happen, I wanted to warn you so you don't jump out of your out of your seat because <laughs> he's he's a a French mastiff with a deep voice. So just in case that may indeed happen, it is a glorious day here in paradise at Hartroot. The roses are in bloom everywhere and it's been very cool at night so the flowers are all lasting so long it's it's the the fragrance and the 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 sight of them is so inspiring so every now and then i'm going to do um a free podcast that it, that will show up on spotify and google play and itunes as well as Podbean. Um, I know better than to lay down any fast and hard rules, but what it feels like now is that I'll be doing these podcasts when there's a particular theme that I want to talk about. And for what they call premium content, um, you'll need to subscribe to Podbean, which is the only um, platform that that will have the paid content. That's what the premium content is. It's paid content. It will be $10 a month. And my understanding now is that there'll be more visualizations and uh, a deeper a deeper level of, of uh, sharing, um, my, more of my personal stories and things like that as well. On the shared content, the different content, the difference for me, um, other than the fact that I'll be doing two, two podcasts per week f for the premium content, and I'm not really sure how often I'll be doing the, the others, um, the difference for me is that by subscribing to the podcast, to the premium content on Podbean, uh, you'll be helping us support, helping me support the regular maintenance here at Hartroot at our property. You can go to hartroot.com to see if you don't know already who we are and what we do here. And the subscription to the premium content, I have such a hard time saying that, anyway, um, is at heartrootteachings.podbean.com. So if you would like more regular uh, support, because my intent is to support 
as many people as possible through this very chaotic and, and difficult transition time on our planet. Um, yeah, if you'd like more regular support and deeper work, uh, please, please subscribe. We're in eclipse season right now, as well as we're just finishing the new moon phase and Mercury has gone retrograde on us. <laughs> it's a it's a really perfect time if you are able to be still to do so because it's a time when there's going to be lots of lots of stuff coming up that has otherwise uh, up till now been hidden we see this in information that's coming out in the media, in the, the mass media now, finally. Things that um, myself and many others have been working with and um, working against, I suppose, for many decades already. Um, really systemic yeah, information about the systemic abuse that has been going on that will shake a, the foundations of a, a lot of people and maybe put many into shock. Uh, institutions that many people have taken as being forms of security um, religious or educational or um, governmental financial institutions that have provided um, a parental kind of security to many people are going to be, are being and will be even more so shown as harboring a lot of very deep and nasty secrets. This is part of the clearing that's going on on this planet right now. As I said in, in other podcasts, what has been swept under the rug so that we wouldn't have to see it, so we could just continue uh, surviving, basically, uh, is coming up to be dealt with. So this is true on a social and cultural level, but it's also true in terms of our own bodies and our own lives. So for the people who go into shock and, and horror with some of the revelations that are coming out and the next ones to be coming out um, and whose reaction is to, you know, put the nose to the grindstone and to work nine to five and to just make their lives smaller and smaller so that 
there's this illusion of, okay, I have control over this at least. Um, none of us can escape this. We can run, but we can't hide. This is a global process of evolution, of clearing of everything that is not in resonance with the light that we're becoming, seeing it, observing it, and clearing it. And so as the body of this planet is shaking and moving and releasing the organ in her body that is humanity is also uh, clearing and releasing and ourselves each one of us is like a cell in that body or that organ of humanity and we also are doing our part in the clearing, the evolution of this entire living system that is the planet Earth. And so we may try to go back into survival mode, to go back into the mode of this is my little life and this is where I have control and this is where I'm going to live. That's not going to work. What happens is that um, something will happen to, to shake you out of it. Something perhaps um, geographically, storms, um, Perhaps it might be something happening in your body. But we're all part of this. Oneness is oneness is oneness. And this is the reality that we are growing into, expanding into. We are fractals or concentric circles or parts of this amazing spiral that is the evolving planet Earth. In our physical bodies, as we connect with and our bodies try and tell us about what it is that that we are required to look at right now. Um, our skeletons, our backs, our bones are often impacted. These are foundational aspects. Um, our vital energy, so many people are having um, the feeling that they just can't they can't deal. They've got no energy. They don't have the strength to, to do what they used to do. I would encourage you to lie down when you need to, to not guilt yourself about being tired. As I mentioned in previous podcasts, we're, we are also being bombarded with extremely high frequencies and our neural networks, our our nervous systems are, are 
needing to adapt and adjust. Ways, there's many different ways that you can support the, um, the feeding of your, of your nervous system. Um, dark leafy greens. <laughs> Eat your greens, just like your mom used to say. Um, dark chocolate, that might be more palatable. Anything over 70% uh, of cacao is, uh, is not bad in terms of taste <laughs> and better in, in terms of the effect on, on your body. Uh, salmon is used for times like this, times of transition. Eggs are also, uh, uh, have been shown by scientific research to be feeding the nervous system. In terms of our, our herbal helpers, um, St. John's Word is the plant that grows in this part of the world anyway, and that is uh, a wonderful helper for our nervous systems. Google it. You'll find there's a wealth of information about how to feed your nervous system. We're becoming more and more aware of suffering. When we're in survival mode and just swallowing all of our emotions, um, all of the situations that hurt, when we're just swallowing everything and attempting to just get on with it, to get on with life, do this work that's killing us and pay the bills, make sure the kids' noses are wiped and their bellies are fed, the dog is walked, <laughs> bills are paid. When we're in that mode, um, we think we're escaping. And as I just said, we're, we've, generations before us, have been exactly in that mode, but we're becoming, we're coming to a place of really not being able to do that anymore. We know now that we hold in our bodies intergenerational trauma, intergenerational suffering. We're becoming more and more aware of it, of the stories of our, of our ancestors, the stories of our cultures and our societies. We're aware of the suffering going on in the world. The challenge is to not allow that to close up our hearts, to not allow despair to flood us and paralyze us but rather 
from this place of oneness to do what we can to connect with our light. We need activists and we need whistleblowers. We need all of the, the mediums and channels and people who are bringing messages from, from our star brethren helping us in this time of change and transition. But if none of that is your cup of tea, you also have access to incredible capacities to have an impact on the world through the fact of being a human consciousness incarnate in a physical body, incarnate in the, the flesh of this planet. What's coming up for me now is what I'm hearing is um, people who are orphans or people who don't know anything about their family histories. Um, because these, these people will always say to me, yeah, but um, I don't know anything about my family story. How can I how can I know what the suffering is that's hidden in my body? Well, the fact is, is that the life that we call around us, the particular themes and hiccups and, and bumps in the road that we have in our lives are absolutely indicative of what the generations before us were working on. And so, even if you don't know who your biological parents are, who it was that made your physical body, you can, by observing and understanding the themes that keep coming back in your life. You can work on everything that the generations before you, that your ancestors were also working on. A suggestion that comes to mind about dealing with the suffering that we're becoming aware of, not only in other people, but also our own suffering that we're allowing ourselves finally to touch. Um, if we pick up one event at a time, if we go to all of the different times that we felt humiliated, one by one, it can often feel overwhelming. It can feel like there's no way of ever changing. It can feel like, like this is a story, a never-ending story. 
uh, a circle with no end. And so what's the point? But if instead of going to each and every time that you have experienced a particular form of suffering, first of all, if you look at the theme and in a sense, gather everything under one category. Perhaps it is humiliation, um, feeling less than. Um, if you then look at what your parents lived, if you know your parents' stories, and what the stories of your other ancestors the stories that you have access to. If you can look at those stories and see that theme, look with those glasses on and, and see the theme that has, that has recurred in your life. Then it seems, it can seem more manageable. It's not a gazillion rocks all piled up on top of you. It's actually one covering, one heavy covering that all of our ancestors have been working on, on understanding. It's a, like a, a wet, heavy blanket covering us up covering our light and when we can see and witness without judgment and without horror when we can witness the theme that has been replicated in our lives and understand it as a story then as authors of our own stories, we can change. We can choose to no longer replicate the same suffering. And so this whole idea that, that living equals suffering that we suffer the best we can and then we die and then maybe there's a heaven afterwards. This is, this is a, a deep and abiding inheritance that we've been bequeathed. It's intimately related to the belief that being in a physical body is less than being spirit. And this is part of what we're healing right now. We're healing this separation of physicality and spirit, heaven and earth. And I really believe that this is, this is what our challenge and our destiny and our responsibility is right now. It's not escaping 
into other dimensions and other realms where we can be free of our physical bodies, free of old age and suffering and disease and all of those things that we equate with being in the physical body. Having to, having to work in jobs that we hate just so that we can keep this physical body alive, clothed, fed, and housed. This is what we are challenged to move through and past. It's our challenge now to create heaven on earth, no matter how trite that might sound. <laughs> It's in our daily interactions with other people. It's in our attitudes and feelings about our own bodies and our own lives that we can see our progress, our unfolding towards non-duality. And as we open ourselves to the possibility of oneness and non-duality and not being separate from all that is. When we open ourselves to the potential of beauty and harmony and peace, all of those words that we use when we mean oneness as we open ourselves just to the possibility, we attract other realities to ourselves. We begin to see and feel, experience synchronicities, magic. I've lived it in my life, I'm living it in my life, and so many are living it. And I want to support you in that opening towards the light that you are. It's possible. It's a reality that all of us have access to. And I feel very deeply that because we are aware of this. When we become aware of this, we also become responsible for incarnating this reality on our planet right now. I'll repeat the, uh, the link for subscribing to the more deeper, the, to, for the deeper teachings and visualizations. It's heartrootteachings.podbean.com. Blessed be.